that's good. Hey, the levels is right. The levels is right. Okay. All right. Now, dude, all these, you're going to hear a lot of railing because this shit is not pause. high tech. It is, it is, it's just working. It just is what it is. You get what you get right now, folks. Hey, we get what we get. This is, we, this is very grassroots. We getting it. Yes. So, in the building, I'd like to thank you, Nate Greenwood, for coming out to the pod, to my home slash studio slash everything else at the moment. Well, you are here. I appreciate you for having me. East Coast in the building. Represent, represent. And what part of the East Coast are you from? I'm from Springfield, Massachusetts. The mean streets of Springfield, huh? Dude, I actually saw a video today of some like some random rapper that was like crazy tatted up. Don't tell me he claimed it. No, he was. He, I saw a crazy like six one seven tat. So he's from oh. Boston area, Greater Boston area. Oh, the mean streets of Boston. And he was like, he's like Springfield man is, is is down and dirty over there. You get your head knocked off. He's what? Like, he's like, there's more people locked up in Springfield than there is from Boston. And Damn. I, was like, oh. I mean, he's he probably he said protect your neck. He was probably <laughs> capping a little bit. <laughs> Springfield. Okay. Well, listen. Right now, where do you currently live? I live in Long Beach, California. Wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, it is them, quite the difference. Them palm trees that get you. Yeah. That, that, it did. Listen. On a windy day, you're not looking up, they might get you. Listen, I'll tell you what. Here's how I know I'm spoiled now because I'll find any excuse to not do something now. I'm like, oh, it's windy. I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, Because it's perfect all the time. The weather, sometimes you just got to find... That rain day ain't gonna come. East Coast to give you a rain day. Uh, Here, too, too, too many rain days over there. Yeah, you won't get any. You hope for a rain day. This place is. I drove through LA today. It was it needed it? It needed all sorts of rain from the top and the bottom. Oh, I'm sure that. Well, Nate, skateboarding obviously brought you here. That it did. Yeah, that, that's what brings all the East Coasters here. Skateboarding, the ground's better. And uh, I mean, for the most part, what you, ha- you have more options for better ground. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in my my older weathered years, so I'm more of a a skate park connoisseur, plaza guy. I'm a plaza guy. I love it. I mean, where's the plaza? I'm pulling up <laughs> with my 50 millimeter wheels out here in these mean, smooth streets of Los Angeles. Jaquan paying his dues at church. Yeah. Well, that's what you got to do, man. You got to find the spot and migrate to it. That's that's kind of what East Coast is like too, though. You got everybody's got that spot that we went to. That was the spot. Like, what was your spot when you were younger? Like, ooh, um, <laughs> all right. So you might have skated it before. There's a couple. It was at different times that I was living back there. Because I heard of, of the legends of Nate Greenwood. Every time oh, I would go, God. oh, you and Nate did. I'm like, oh, here we go. But, <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so there's the piss ledges. We called it stinky. That's lovely. Um, they're like pretty low. It was just like an angle iron ledge that went for like probably about 100 yards. But there's like a little gap in the middle, a little two-stair gap. So you could like grind, gap to grind, mm-hmm. or do some like manual combos or whatever, get fancy. But the ground was kind of rough. And half the time, we call it stinky because half the time there'd be like bum piss or shit or just some dudes like shooting up like just chilling on the ledge or something oh jesus and so you'd have to like kind of maneuver around that stuff at <coughs> the time but uh yeah there's that and then there was a uh, harena mm-hmm. those are like the the brick 
or sorry, it was um asphalt ground with uh, concrete ledges. And these are all Massachusetts spots. Yeah, it was all Oof. in Springfield. I kind of I know I kinda, that ground was busted. East Coast ground was crusty. You had big wheels, man. Uh, I kind of made do with like some fifty threes, maybe fifty fours. Honestly, okay, okay with that. Yeah. I love it. I was big wheeled. I had to for a while. I was East Coast, man. The ground was bad. Then discovered love, and I was like, oh, I can little wheel it again. Yeah, and we're back, flipping this board and stuff. That. <laughs> See? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. What I really want to know is what was that final feeling? Like, when was it when you were like, all right, I'm moving to California? Um, so it, I actually came out here. I, I went to L.A. I was in Boyle Heights for a whole, almost a whole summer. It was about two months um, in a crazy skate house. Uh, 2013, the summer of that year, it was between my junior and senior year of college. And I was like, you know what? I might as well go out here. I started riding for stereo. And pastors had kind of, you know, helped me out. And I was like... I forgot you were for stereo back in the day. Damn. After like four years, I think. And um, I was like, you know what? I should just go out there and like feel it out. See if I want to move out there, you know? And um, I had a great time. And I was like, damn, the city's like really big. It's Everything's like really spread out. Mm-hmm. Kind of only got a little taste, you know? It was like two months is like a good amount of time. But when you don't have a car and you're just like with a a bunch of dudes in a skate house like yeah you're at their mercy yeah but then again i like made a bunch of friends and like some guys would come pick me up like uh jacob messix and some other people cameron strand and they would pick me up and like take me around and then i was like all right well now i kind of got some friends out here who like live out here uh-huh. and then i basically went back home to finish up my senior year of college and i would say like a month and a half after i graduated i was like i was already like my mind was already made up that <laughs> like before that time. But I think that's when I was like, all right, I need to get my ducks in a lo- in a row and get my shit together and figure it out and make this possible, you know, save up some money, scrap th- some things together. How was your parents about that? My mom's very emotional. <laughs> uh, she um, didn't take it too well, did she? No, she was like, it was like a half and half thing. Like very, emotional didn't want to see me go was kind of like really worried but at the same time just like extremely proud of me that i was like you know what like i need to do this for myself because that was the whole thing i was like you know what like i went to school i got a degree uh you know undergrad degree and it was like if i don't do this right now like i'm gonna kick myself and my ass for the rest of my life because I'm just going to be thinking about this and dwelling on it. Like, oh, I could have done this or I could have done that. Or like, what would have happened? Okay. You seize the opportunity. That's that's definitely a very proficient thing. There's a lot of people that wish that they did just that. Like, there's so many people out there, not just with skateboarding, but just with things they're doing in their life where they wish that they took that step. That was That's a big deal, man. I to you basically banked on yourself yeah that's that's what you're doing and so how was it for you to leave your family behind it was pretty hard um i lived at home even when i went to school full time Mm -hmm. um just to save money and you know it was a big 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 family guy yeah you know would spend all major holidays together with immediately and extended family yeah and um, was really close to my brother. He's seven and a half years older than I am, but 
still spent a lot of time with him. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it was, it was tough in a sense, but I'm like, you know what? Well, that's why there's cell phones. That's why there's, I think Skype at the time Mm -hmm. was the big thing. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I can, I can keep in touch with them. I can, uh, make it work out so that like, I'm not feeling like I'm losing out on that whole part of my life. Because, you know, for a while, like when you make that move, like you feel like you're almost living two separate lives in a sense. So I made sure to make an effort to feel like that wasn't going to happen. Well, I definitely I get that. I feel like, well, let me back this up a little bit. Do you feel a different sense of of drive since you're out here? Like a because you're you're not from here do you feel like okay i can't waste this time i have to make I have to utilize it a little bit more than you would say if you grew up out here because you can clearly see the approach that people who are from here take as opposed to people who are not from here most definitely and like, that's just across the board not just for east coasters i mean for how many groups of how many packs of kids do you see on a weekend that are from another country you know yeah. so those kind of things it's like all that stuff is i always ask that i'm like what like what pushes you you know what i mean like like how do you approach that every day like like what are your thoughts on that as far as mm, how do you look at your day do you look at your day like i'm just gonna hang out or like you know what i mean like yeah what is that to you um so at first i didn't really think that way in terms of like sense of urgency Uh uh-huh I kind of was just like, I had things I, I wanted to accomplish and things I wanted to get done, but it was more in a sense of like, I wouldn't say long game, but like I didn't have my days like planned out, so to speak. I was like, it was more in terms of like skating, like, oh, I want to go to the spot. I want to film this trick. I want to do this, this and that. But it was like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Um, and would kind of like take more days off and just kind of like, yeah, I guess I just wasn't, I wasn't as, um, hard on myself about, uh, yeah, like instilling a sense of urgency, Okay, I guess, so to speak. Uh, but now I feel like that's kind of changed up in a sense. Like I just turned 30 in May and was like, damn, like I've been out here for what, eight years. Oh, wow. Eight years. You know? Damn. Yeah. Th- okay. I guess that does make sense. Cause I've been here for seven. Yeah. Cause we were out here relatively the same time. Right. Wow. Yeah. Time just flew. Right. And I think it, it hit me like, um, I don't know, maybe like two years ago where I was just like, yeah, maybe I should like make more of an initiative to like figure my shit out and like, you know, learn more about myself and do the things that I want to do. Um, whether it's in skating or outside of skating, because there's, you know, days are short, but there is a lot of time in the day to get stuff done. Yeah. And to put priority on yourself and doing the things that make you happy and accomplishing things like empowering yourself through that. Okay. Is extremely gratifying. Exactly. I feel like skateboarding is a big proponent of that. If you push yourself at it, it rolls over into everything else you do. You can just tell. Like, there's certain people where I'm like, oh, you skate how your life is. 
Like, yeah, they skate with a sense of urgency. Yeah, or just just any of that stuff. It's like okay, I I see I see how you are. Like your your approach at things. I always ask people that are not from here, like what it's like, you know, because obviously when things go wrong, you got to go back home, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. I always ask, I'm like, okay, like, how is that? You know, have you ever had to deal with that at all so far? Uh, personally, no. Mm -hmm. Um, blessings on that. Yeah. I was shit, man. I've been through the mud and I've, I've had some rough times. Yeah. Like no doubt. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that I can support myself and be able to live the life that I want to live. Um, yeah, maybe I might not be where I want to be at this moment. But I believe firmly that I'm making the necessary um, moves, taking the necessary steps and actions to get to that place. Well, that's... That's definitely a good way to look at it. And for the longest time, I always wonder what really is the goal? Like, and not just for you, it's like for, for guys like you, like, did your, okay, did your goal switch up so far? You've been out here for so long. It's like, has your goal switched up? Um, or is it still the same? Because I, mean, I mean, you're doing it. You're pro skateboarder, I mean, and I don't mean to be, oh, you're a big time pro skateboarder, but it's one of those things nah, where man, the, the skate money don't really pay the bills like that. No, and that, and and when you move out here, did, like that's a reality check for I feel like so many people. Well, because your hopes are a lot higher, and then you know as you get older, it's like it's one of those things where it's definitely uh, compare. <clears throat> excuse me, comparable situation to like a professional athlete. Um, like, you know, a basketball player, football player, baseball player, like their, their career life is very short. Yeah. you like the time that you have to be at the top, you know, aside from very, you know, few people um, who have the funds and the support to be able to aid with that and help with that, uh -huh. you know, physical therapy, nutrition, like all this stuff, like there's not that many guys that can, can stay at the top like that. First of all, how, how, let's back up on that one. How crazy is that that that's the route that skateboarding is gone? Where, I mean, you're not as old as me, but even still, when, I, when we were younger, nobody thought of anything like that. Well, think about it this way, is that these guys that we, you know, looked up to or like we're seeing in the skate videos, were all relatively pretty young. Like their skate careers blew up when they were like 16, 17, 18. So they already had like a head start, you know, in a sense. Uh -huh. They were in the right spot at the right time, um, in a sense. Obviously had the talent, but they were like almost groomed to have a long career as long as they played their cards right, as long as they were smart about it and, you know, took what some some took somewhat good care of their bodies. And um like Spanky. Mm -hmm. He had his first part when he was like 16 and it was in a major skate video that is true and he's still killing it yeah there's a bunch of guys like that where they started so young i just wonder now because again when i was younger it was 
oh, you work out, oh, you do this. Like, you know, taking care of yourself was like such a weird, like... You're a jock, bro. Like, yeah, you're a jock for that. Now it's it's if you don't do that, people stare at you like, you're crazy. Like, I don't know how much like, longer you're going to Yeah, last. like, bro, I don't know how you're going to do it because you are just out there in them streets. I saw somebody... I'm trying to think who I was. When I first came out here, I saw someone do some rocks. Well, try to do some rock star shit when I first came out here. He pretty much we're at a spot at a tent stair. I was with Bobby Worst. I'll never forget this. And the dude that tried this, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm, I think it was Nick Trapasso. Basically, he got out of the car and no warm up, just went for a switch back heel over this rail and blew his feet out. Oh. Like, like I just looked at him. He was so nice. I just didn't get it. Yeah, super nice dude. Yeah, I was like, wow, no stretching or nothing, man. Just out the car. Like, just, hopped the gate, maybe three tries. Yeah. Not even an ollie over that thing. I said, oh, wow, you're doing it. Smoked and a few spliffs. Bro. Pounded a few brews. I th- and I'm sick about that. I'm like, that was, that, them times is over. Oh, you for never sure. see people like that now. People get out of their cars. Everybody got their own foam roller or some sort of spread. Yeah massage guns and everything i'm gonna see somebody put him i'm waiting for one of you guys to roll out with a masseuse that's so, some baller shit i recently invested in the norma tech pants i got those <clears throat> we should have we should have did it we should have Yo. a pod <laughs> wearing the pants we gotta have a pants pod i left them at home Yo, we, we got to have a pants pod one of these times. Recently went on a trip to vegas and i it was before i actually bought them and nordberg had them so we went on a little sovereign trip to vegas and, and you tried them yeah, so I brought him out to like all the spots, and I would just be like, he'd be warming up in the ditch. I would spot, have never thought to do that. And I'm like, you mind if I bring him out and like use him just like at the spots? He's like, no, no, no go for it. I guess it makes perfect sense. So I'd just be like on the sidewalk, and I just like I think I started a little hashtag. It was like Norma Tech everywhere or something. Like, yeah, something lame. Whatever, dude. Those yeah. things help, man. Facts. My PT spot rents them. So I was like, damn, okay. you guys don't even own these things. I cop the pros. Let's yeah. go. Hey, this isn't an advertisement, by the way. It's not. But Norma Tech, if you're willing <laughs> to do something over here. Hook your boy yeah, up. Yeah, hook us up with like a coupon code or something. I got the hyper ice ball down here. We got I got the gun at the crib. I got the leg wraps. Honestly though, um, I think I don't think I've paid full price for any Normatec stuff, or sorry, uh, Hyperite stuff, because I'd always just like message them and be like, hey, I'm down to exchange like promo, you know, video content, whatever. I'm down to exchange a lot of Nate Greenwood content (laughs) for free and or discounted Normatec swagoo. Yeah, swagoo all day. And they would send me like a little 20% discount code, 25% discount code. But when stuff is like $800... Yeah, they got to do something. It goes a long way, man. You got to come down on that price a little bit. I'm like, oh, they were on sale. And I, and I was like, this is a sale? <laughs> this isn't a sale to me. Yeah, that I'm looking at a Peloton bike right now. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, they're pro- I think they're going down in price because people are like kind of getting over it. They want to go outside and, and do their yeah. stuff and go to gyms and take classes again. Not so me. I'm over going to the gym. Look on OfferUp. Look on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I'm trying to be Actually, I don't Peloton know. gang out there. Just in there. We're we inside. Cycling away. Man. I'm not trying to be. I'm we inside. <laughs> that's the new one now. That's the, that's the hashtag. We inside. Yeah. We in here with it. Yeah. On my Peloton just hitting it. 
I'm serious. I, I do you go to the gym out here? Yeah, so I actually go to um, LA Fitness over by um, the airport over oh, the here one in Long Beach. On Carson? On Carson. I used to go to that one. It's kind of dope. They actually just uh, renovated it, like, uh, I think end of last year. And they put in, like, a whole turf section with, like, a sled. Oh, whole, like, that's a mine. Yeah, I go to 24 by my job, and they have that. Okay. They have a CrossFit section that people do things incorrectly over there. Yeah, I don't really like CrossFit, but, like shut your mouth get out of my house dude i'm just I saying the, like, i got the fancy crossfit shoes right in a corner baby i got all the colors in the closet i'm just saying form over uh over rep count oh okay so let me let me back this up oh no you are a hundred percent correct that is the reason why i don't go to crossfit anymore because i was turning into a crazy person yeah and i did one competition and my body was on fire for a week and all the wrong places Yo, too i bet i didn't know there's certain muscles on your body that you can injure that you don't know you have until yeah. you've injured them yeah you're that's, like there's a whole area of your body that you didn't know you could hurt that lower lumbar man all of it the lower the upper and the side of it low back be bussing it was bro it was but i love crossfit got me in the shape that'll whoop you that that's is one true. thing i will say is if you're just like if you're trying now, this is this is gonna sound like some cult CrossFit <laughs> shit, and it is. It, it, CrossFit's a cult. Cross, it is. It is. It you is. just let's just keep it a hundred. It's a cult. It's it pretty is. cool, but it's a cult. And basically, if you're trying to whoop yourself into shape, like more mentally than anything, if you're just trying to prime that system where you're like, all right, I have to get up and do some hard shit quickly. That's CrossFit. Cause it'll it'll cause people want to see you do it. If it's like I can compare it to skateboarding in the sense of when you're in the in the gym doing it, everybody wants to see you do it. Like yeah, it's a competition in a sense, but they still like everyone wants you to do it. It's better if we all do it. So you get that that sense of like yeah, like you got this, and you wanna you wanna do better for yourself. The problem is form goes out the absolute yeah. window, yeah. and you pick up a weight going that fast bruh your back is back and shoulder impingement yeah one and two things and guess what had both problems yeah. i was like nope i'm all set so i wouldn't doubt that i keep it basic i do like you know the kettlebells like you know like I'm, i just don't do any weightlifting. like no olympic weights okay because that's just what it was like i was doing deadlifts and stuff I'm like what am i doing all this stuff for i mean this stuff's not bad like it's actually it's really good to do compound lifts but you gotta have not with a stopwatch no 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 you got to have a good coach that's going to yeah. educate you properly on how to execute those movements. My coach taught me to win. <laughs> he was like, look at me. Look at me, Kai. Pull. Yeah, I don't know about that. Your back out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's and see I how said, fast you can do that. Let's see how fast. <laughs> how many reps is it going to take for you to ruin your back? There's a guy that went to my CrossFit class who had every piece of everything like like every sleeve of like he had every glove every knee sleeve ankle he had the sleeves that i didn't know that they made i feel like he might have had some of them like kind of made for himself and i'm thinking how much of this shit do you got to put on every day for you come in here and he's in there doing it i go to stretch lab he's there too when I was there, he was on stretch number 100. They were celebrating him in there. Stretch 100? I didn't yeah. know you could do 100 stretches. They bring, yeah, because like you go in there. They like, do by rep count? Or like, well, how do they? No, like your sessions. He was up to 100 oh, sessions. Oh, yeah, like, that's. Damn. 
Ah, so this place ain't been open that long. <laughs> I was like, has it been open a hundred days? Yeah. He's just out there. Some people are just super into CrossFit like that. And, oh, I know. And I, again, it works. It'll kickstart the system, but it's not sustainable. If you don't have um, good body mechanics instilled already and yeah, you start CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, you're screwed. You're screwed because you start to see a little bit of progress and then people start cheering you on and it's that ego kicks in. Oh, for sure. And you start picking up shit you didn't know you could pick up. And then guess what? You can't go to work in the morning because you can't get off the damn, can't get out the yeah. bed. Just leave the ego at home, man, and like Bro, listen to your body. That's all I, I got to say. Listening. I was trying to be a monster. I mean, you are already a monster, man. Like <sighs> you take incredible care of yourself. Like you're so motivating, like from the outside perspective. I got to be. I got to do it. I got to get out there. I feel like I can't waste these days. I uh, how old are you? 42. I had to think about that for 42. a second. I was like, yo, I'm Like, 42. damn, I'm 42, but I feel like 35, though. I do feel... Bro, you're ripped. I feel... Well, because I just... I work out all That's the time. That's what I'm saying. That's... Yo, sharks don't stop moving. Yeah. That's all yeah. That's all I've been told. That's all I know. Is that, And I'm a damn shark. It don't stop moving. I'm 42, and I still get out there dude you, i love it i have to man I you love guys it. you guys seriously keep me young and then i watch your, your video parts and i'm like okay i don't want to do any of that <laughs> yeah i like it now though because my new approach to skateboarding now is like watch how old are you nate i'm 30 all right so here's the best part about nate being 30 and me being 42 if i go to a spot and nate's trying something that i can possibly do i'm going for that <laughs> like I'm 100% gunning for Nate. Like I'm trying to do his trick. Like I I don't care if it's a warm up. I don't care. The first thing that you mess up on that I think I can do, I'm going for it. I love because it. for me, that's my Uncle Rico moment where I'm like this is my chance yeah. to shine on that one missed crooked grind by Nate and I'm going for it. You snooze, you lose, kid. Yeah, I, I, I'm profit. It's like once I hit 40, you just re you're like, okay, I have to make this fun. Okay, here's how it's fun. I'm coming after everybody younger than me. In the 30s, I'm coming after you. It's not easy. No, it's I, I'm usually a fail a lot, but it's fun trying. It's it's the fun part. That's it's, what it's in good humor though. Oh, so it's always like, it's tasteful. Oh yeah. I'm always like, what are you trying? Oh, I got you, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you, fam. <laughs> right now. And I usually get smoked, but it's fun. But here's the thing. So right now, currently you're dealing with an injury. Yeah, it's been this whole mess of whole slew of things going on, man. What's going on with you? Um, so basically back in two thousand and what, November of two thousand nineteen, I collapsed the arch of my foot. I didn't know. I so basically like the arch of your foot. I'm sorry, I don't yeah, want to go on a tangent, but like, how do you do that? <sighs> All right, so the arch of your foot is supported by the ligaments on the outside of your foot. Okay, and they attach to the top side and like the lateral or outside part of your foot, but it's um, structurally like formed by the musculature. You actually have four layers of muscle in your foot. On the bottom of your foot and then three layers of muscle at the top okay whole lot of bones whole lot of joints whole lot of stuff going on there's a lot of bones in your foot people and um you know thing same thing with like your heel and everything like that like there's a lot going on like there's a lot of um like connective tissue that connects like the actual musculature mm -hmm. and um you know like your, your muscles support your bones 
and basically it was a slow roll, slow process that um, my foot started flattening out uh-huh. and a lot of the muscles that fire in your foot kind of like give a neuromuscular um, signal to your brain to fire the muscles up that kinetic chain in the rest of your leg okay, and through to your hip, which supports your, you know, second upper half of your body, your torso and all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically once my arch had collapsed, my foot kind of like rotated outward and I started using and overusing a lot of muscles in um, parts of my leg and certain other muscles kind of started underworking and like, you know, air it quotes, for, it forces, turning off. He doesn't say, does it force other muscles to work in ways it shouldn't because of the injury? You had? Exactly. Okay. Yep. And um, you actually have 13 muscles that help rotate your hip. And a lot of those muscles were basically just not working. So like my femur would just like, was just not like, it's basically like the top of your leg bone, longest leg in your or longest bone in your body. Um, it just wasn't in the right spot. And it would like hike my hip up. So I just had like every time I'd walk, my hip would just shift up on the right side. And it basically caused my left side to become, so I'm, I'm right hand and right foot dominant. Mm. It caused my left side to become my dominant side. It tightened everything up. It um, basically made my whole left side really strong. Like I can pistol squat with like a absurd amount of weight on my left side. Yeah. Like for reps. Holy Jesus. But on my right side, everything's just kind of loose and just not, not enough, like not enough strength to pull to pull it back up, to push it back up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um it threw everything off. Like literally from my foot all the way to my jaw. I remember eating steak one night. Wait, what? Yeah. So everything's connected, man. It's crazy. So Wow. I believe I I believe you, yeah. but go ahead. So it's a really it's like most people have like either they have flat feet or they have arch feet. A lot of athletes have very, um, you know, a strong arch. They have strong feet mm. depending on what sport, but, um, having one very strong, like strong foot, arch foot, strong leg. And then the other side just weak. It like it threw my whole body off. Wow. Literally like, uh, pulled ribs out of place pulled my my psoas like tighten my psoas which is like your deep root your deepest rooted core muscle that attaches to your hip and your lower lumbar spine pulled that so that basically pulled my rib cage down pulled my torso like contorted my torso and um pulled my shoulder kind of out of place and that's what caused my neck and my jaw to go out of place and so i was like i was seeing all these specialists getting imaging done like and it's tough because I feel like I didn't really see. I saw some people that were helpful, but man, that shit gets expensive. Yeah. And having to like you know getting support from sponsors, thankfully, but like almost feeling bad in a sense, like oh, like I did this to myself, like they shouldn't have to pay for this, you know. Well, was it now? Was it a thing that you did, or did it happen over time? So I'd actually um, was filming for my Bones um, Pro wheel part, and I kind of got greedy that that Glendale hubba. Um, the white one, I did like front shove, back nose slide, and then kickflip, nose grind, revert on it. Okay. It was like my last trick I in know the part. It, okay. So that same night I did the front shove, back nose slide. I tried to like 180 fakie 5-0, like rewind, like back to regular. Yeah. It's like windshield wiper action. Yeah. And I just, we were getting kicked out and the hubba's, um, what do you call it? It's like angled. Yeah. Um, 
it's kind of it's kind it's of beveled on beveled, the top. Beveled, beveled. Yeah, that's I know what you're talking about. Yep. And so basically, like the whole like I was doing the trick, got into it, was coming out, board was under my feet, oh. security guard was right there, like giving me one last try, and all of a sudden, like boom, the board just kind of flipped over. I landed primo, like fully committed, with like some Volk, like probably slip on Janowski's or something. I can't remember what shoes I was wearing, but um, yeah, I was like basically took like I think two or three weeks off. Was like thought you know thinking i was like rehabbing it properly like icing it and like and did you okay like for instance like that was your foot not your like for instance like you that i'm can i'm gonna back up mm-hmm. you injured your foot on that hubba yeah i landed primo just really hard oh my god yeah and that just jarred your whole side no no so that's what started the arch collapse basically that's what what like what triggered so landing primo cracked your foot in a sense or weakened it it weakened spot. it to the sense where like it my foot was so knotted up that i basically had to like walk like i should have probably worn like an air cast or something like that i don't think i had gotten imaging done at first because i was like oh it's just landed primo bruised my like heel bruise you know kind of deal and um i was kind of like walking a little bit weird for like probably about a week and then i kind of was able to start walking normal after that you know just trying to rehab it on my own definitely should have seen like a specialist and probably got imaging done but then you know i got back to skating like three weeks later and it felt all right like you know it was like Uh it was a little bit weak like almost as if like you were to sprain an ankle or something like that so i just kind of compared it to that where i was like oh i've sprained my ankles plenty of times yeah you're like i'll just run it up like do the same thing that i've always yeah and that's what i did i you know i would sports tape it up and do all this and make sure i like kind of ease back into skating but unfortunately i went to cherry park um that first day back like three weeks later and landed primo the exact same way on a flat ground heel flip so after that it was like it was like excruciating yeah that had to be bad because yeah because that's like cracking a windshield in a sense exactly yeah, so um, after that, I like took more time off. I probably took another three weeks off, and I think I saw I got some imaging done, and nothing was wrong. But I think it was just like I had medical. Like it's just they don't really go above and beyond standard well, not, protocol. Well, well, they're not looking to put you back on a skateboard. They're no. looking like, eh, he'll be able to walk. Yeah, out it's of like, here. Oh, it's functional. Yeah, but not like they're not looking at the same. Yeah, no. So I was like, you know, kind of like listening. Like they're medical professionals. I should listen to them. I'm not educated. I'm not well-versed in this stuff. Yeah. And so I kind of just, I tried to listen to my body, but then I had a bunch of trips coming up and then I was just like, oh, well I can skate. Like, you know, took the time off, took, I think I didn't skate for a whole month, honestly. Cause I was just like, all right, I want to be good for this trip. Like went to Mexico city and stuff and I was able to skate and I filmed, I got clips and something just felt a little bit off. And I was like, okay, maybe I should just chill after this trip and like, you know, uh-huh. rehab it some more, see, get some more like opinions and like get it checked out, get some like massage manual therapy done. And I did that. But I think like it was already like the process had already begun. So how I was saying earlier, how the ligaments support your, um, the, the structure of your arch. Uh-huh. Ligaments aren't like tendons. They can't restore back to normal lengths. Once your ligaments get stretched out, they stay that length. They stay stretched out. 
Yeah. So when you blew it out like that, you stretched it out. I stretched it out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus, man. And how long has it been since you've like skated? Like skated, skated. Just skated in general. Like, uh, you, yeah, like it's almost been a year. So it's August. It hasn't been since uh, September, mid September of 2021. It's August 2022, mid August. And what have you been doing with your time, dude? How do you keep yourself? How do you fill that void? I learned a lot about myself this past year and a half, man. I can tell you that much. I guess you're forced to. Yeah, which, you know, I I had a really hard time. I fell into a really dark place. Like it was it was rough and I like felt I felt bad um like almost trying to like seek help because I'm like I caused this to happen. Like th- I did this to myself. Like I should be able to handle this and like get past this point by myself, which probably wasn't the best thinking. Cause like I, I can't, like I wasn't like suicidal or anything, but I was like very depressed, like very depressed. Like I would try to stay in bed as long as I could every day. And just like, you know, just like lack of appetite, lack of, lack of, uh, will to do things. And, um, yeah, man, it was fucking hard. Like it was tough. And that wasn't the first time I'd been depressed. So I was like, you know what? I've done this before. I've gotten myself out of this dark place before. I started, you know, meditating again, started kind of getting more spiritual, not to get all like, um, you know, into that or anything. But, you know, I started reading. I started educating myself because I'm like, I've been you know, I did well in school my whole life. Like, um, you know what, like, let's educate myself on all of this stuff, like anatomy, physiology, exercise science. Yeah. I noticed you were very knowledgeable about your injury. Like, well, it's like, I would feel like a piece of shit if I just like, you were like, like, Oh, "Oh, roll my ankle. You were like, I know. And you just went into it. (laughs) I can't fault you for that. It's not, it's not anybody else's responsibility but my own to take care of my own body. Correct. So, you know, I, for a while I was like, this is their fault that they didn't realize this. This is whatever. This is, this is, this isn't my fault. This is other people's fault for not giving me the information or for not directing me in some place that I should be directed in. Nah, fuck that. That's called taking accountability, my friend. That's yeah. a lost art right and there. Honestly, like nerding out on all this stuff has been the most empowering thing I think I've ever done. Because it's really complex information. The body is so complex. They're still learning things about the body. Like and the body's like so old. Like like just in general, like humans, we yeah. are so old. We are so evolved. And to like still be learning things about like you know, like health and wellness, like on a very um, surface level, but obviously like on a very deep level, because like you can get so deep with like, um, like, uh, I guess scholarly, like, uh, what do you call it? Like scientific research, you know? Yeah. Um, that I find that stuff like 
extremely intriguing. And to be able to like understand, like it, it, I felt lost for a while because I'm just like, I was trying to like information overload, just like cram yeah. all this information. That can be a gift and a curse sometimes, like being overly informed about that, like yeah. about your injuries and stuff like that. It can be a little discouraging. For sure. Totally. Cause I was just like, oh, well, what if it's this? And I was trying to like self diagnose for a while because like I had all this stuff wrong with my body and I'm just like, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And I was just like, I was kind of like running in circles, like a chicken with its head cut off for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I was still kind of depressed at the time. Like it was getting better, but I was just like, I would have probably still more bad days than good days. Understandable. Um, But as I got like more well-versed and like kind of dug deeper and like build like, built like a solid foundation, I was like, okay, I feel comfortable and confident enough now to like build off of this. And so now I like kind of will dive into um, certain areas for a certain period of time. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting, honestly. And uh, I feel like it's given me, you know, something to do that's actually productive. And so I had actually, so what started me off, like I started going to the gym uh, I wouldn't say religiously, like, I mean, I guess to some people, five days a week, Monday through Friday. That's good. Um, because of, uh, I saw Dan Stoling at, um, was it Chevy Chase Park? Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, dude, I go to this gym, I go to LA Fitness over here, and, like, they have the turf area. And I was, like, kind of starting to get over, like, or get into, like, uh, Knees Over Toes guy, and, like, you know, he was kind of blowing up at the time, and his stuff was everywhere. So I was Knees like... Knees Over Toes, what's, what's that? I'm oh, like, I, I'm familiar, but not really, but in case people aren't familiar. Okay. Yeah. So it? he's this guy, um, Ben Patrick, I think his name is. Um, I think he's my age, honestly, but he like blew out his knee like three times, like ACL surgery oh, three times. Jesus. And just like completely destroyed his knee. Doing what? Skateboarding? No, he's a plays basketball. Oh my God. And three ACL surgeries, like. At the age of 30, Yo, before the age of 30. Your ACL is so important. Yeah. And the recovery for that, it's going to take, I mean, all the things that they can do now with technology, it still takes a while to build an ACL back. Right. Three times, I'm sure the doctor's looking at him like, listen, there's <laughs> like, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just metal. Let's put metal there. You'll yeah. Be Danny Way's cousin. He created a program where he started kind of doing these like, almost well odd to certain people but like odd exercises but they're incredible like he um like your tibialis like your the muscle attached to like your shin okay. like the outside part of your shin is a huge knee protector like one part of you have like multiple quad like muscles in your quadriceps mm-hmm. and there's the one on the very inside of your knee that's also a huge knee protector and he was like big a big proponent on like getting those muscles to like become stronger and so like working like the small muscles that like people often forget about and those are like speed and agility muscles stabilization yeah. muscles yeah yeah but anyway he kind of broke it down to like the very basic level of like firing the proper muscles in order to create that torque and to create that like structural support like muscles supporting the bones and it also depends on people's anatomy too you know like you're a tall guy you have a very long femur so squatting like ass to grass that sucks it's probably extremely hard for it's you. So hard, and I work on now that I have an 
internal, oh my God, internal hip flexor like injury on my right leg where my right leg just doesn't go where it's supposed to. And I get stretched out for it all the mm-hmm. time. And I, I get it. And squatting, I have to work on that. Like I'm sitting like man spread like mm-hmm. this. I'm supposed to. She's like, all right, you have to bend this out. And I'm like, oh, it just yeah. sucks. Like it all like it always hurts. I, I always tell people if if you're skateboarding over the age of 30, understand you're probably operating at 85% at best. At best. Like 85% is pretty good. Like you can do a good run. If you're doing if you're over 85%. God bless you. You're not skating enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 85% because there's always something that's just banged up on you. For sure. And like those those injuries, um, like just because it's healed or like you've you've rehabbed it and healed it, like doesn't mean that there's some like that there's not like scar tissue buildup and stuff like that, like affecting like your range of motion. And that range of motion, like that's so crucial. It's so important to like maintaining that um, like proper movement form and like symmetrical um muscle function to be able to like have like a square like you look at um p-rod he's very squared off yes you can tell he takes like very good care of his body he he um prioritizes like cross training like hitting the gym and doing the stuff he needs to do you can tell easily he's like very squared off because he's so good at skating both switch and regular and he's not like he kind of has the same stance in both yep you know, in both um, disciplines, you know? So it's like... You know he works on both sides. Yeah. Like, all the time. And, like, I just became, like, a huge nerd on, like, just movement in general. So, like, I kind of pay attention to, like, how people, like, stand and sit and walk and, like, just function. And um, it's it, it kind of gave me something to do, Put like, put my mind somewhere, like, I don't know, I guess it could be, like, unhealthy, but, like, I don't know, I kind of started obsessive obsessing about... Well, you're a skateboarder, so... To be a good skateboarder, I mean, you're going to be obsessive. Yeah. That's just how it goes. I feel like a lot of skateboarders, whatever else that, aside from skateboarding, whatever else they're into, they're probably really into that thing. Regardless yeah. as to what it is, it's like you have that one thing where, all right, skateboarding, I can't do it right now. Yeah. So this, Or it's like just something else that they do. I always feel weird for people that get injured that, don't have anything else that they're like so scary incredibly obsessed with skating yeah Yeah. and and i mean obsessed in a sense where all they do is skate because you can be obsessed like i'm obsessed with skateboarding but i'm all aspects like if i can't skate yeah i'll do something else i'll film i shoot photos i'll write articles i'll do a podcast you know what i mean like i have to do something yeah that's me i have to have my hands in it something not everybody's like that right so basically that's why i kind of got into a very dark place because i had like my identity was so like tied in was so associated with skateboarding for damn near 20 years of my life that's two-thirds of my life that i was just like i'm a skateboarder like that's who i am and i like i had you know other passions i played sports and all this stuff but like when I got injured, I'm like, well, I can't even, I can't really even play sports. I can't really even. Like, yeah, you can't do anything. Like you're injured in that sense where you got to pause because yeah. the body's got to heal. Right. And so I'm like, damn, like, and then, you know, I just got super mental, got it really in my head. So that's, you know, when I started making enough progress that I didn't have to like obsess over like how messed up my body was, I was like, okay, like who am I outside of skating? Like, what do I like? What do I enjoy? 
Yeah, you're forced. Sometimes you're forced to just look at yourself. Yeah, we. That's really what it is. You just get something pulled from underneath you, mm. and you got to figure it out. Yeah, like that having that that mindset. It's a hard mindset to have for a lot of people. Yeah, is this the longest you've ever been injured? Oh, most definitely. Wow. What's well, the, prior to that? What's the longest you think you've been out? Out. Honestly, I can't. Probably like a really gnarly ankle sprain. Like I've broken bones and stuff, but honestly, bones heal faster. Broken bones than are kind of easy, yeah, because yeah. you can just. I mean, when it's healed, you're like, okay, yeah. So I've never had. I've never, thankfully, I've never had to have any major surgery. So it's basically just been like, yeah, gnarly sprained ankles where I'm out for, I don't know, like two months maybe, mm-hmm. like three months. And that's usually tops. enough time to get your stuff together for like, you can do other stuff like your yeah, ankles are, handle your business and it's like. All right, you're back out. Yeah, there. and I had like a lot of stuff going on in my life at the time. Like either it was in college or shit. Yeah, basically just in college and you know studying and whatnot. So I was like, I was acing every class at that time. You know, what'd you go to college for? I went for marketing, communications, and advertising. Really? Yeah, I still haven't really done anything. With I was degree, gonna. Pu- <laughs> yeah, I was like, hmm. Do I ask him that next question that a lot of college kids hear? I mean, honestly, like, I I'm not shitting on you. It's just that's society, like. That's just you are in the same boat as yeah. a lot of people that are that went to college. So. Yeah, thankfully, I mean, shouts out to my parents. Like they were just like, "All right, well, if you get the highest scholarship you can from the school, it's called like the presidential scholarship." It was basically like half off tuition. Okay, cool. Um, like they were just like, "Yeah, if you get this scholarship and maintain it, like we'll pay for your first two years of school if you pay for your second two. Okay. And I lived at home. Okay. Like I went to school like five, it was like five minutes away from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. It was a, you know, private university that was right there. And they had a good business program. I was going to go to UMass Amherst, but huge party school. And like they're that. like, I had to like live on campus for the whole first year. And I was like, Growing I have, I have a up. job. I have a girlfriend. Like I'm trying to just like live a normal <laughs> life and not be like all college frat boyed out. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Jock status right now. Nah, I was like, you know what? I want to do the things I want to do and live my life how I want to live it. And so, yeah, I just, you know, stayed at home, saved money and stuff. And, um, wasn't, I was in a fathomable amount of debt after graduation. You were, weren't. Were. So I'm still paying it off, but I'm like, it's, it's, it's manageable even still with not making that much money, you know? So I'm like, okay, like, I don't regret that decision because I learned a lot, you know, in school and it, it taught me good um, habits, study habits, just like living habits in general too, like um, time management and, you know, organization and all that stuff. And it, it like, I kind of fell off of that for a while because I was just skating so much and trying to just pursue that. But now that I like, you know, had to deal with the injury and slowing my life down exponentially, all those habits kind of came right back. Okay. And so... Um, well, the discipline comes back because that's what yeah. you... You learned that while you were there, so you just applied it to what you're doing now. Exactly. Yeah, that's... Hey, you can learn something from everything. Right. Even with this, so what are this, What exactly... So so what do you have to do right now to recover? Um, so, like, because it's such a weird injury and yeah, it sounds so like, complex. Yeah, I'm like, what do you do for that? I'm just trying to build back the musculature and the functionality that I lost, like restoring range of motion and building the back, um, the muscular function of like certain areas of my body. Okay, but again, I'm, I'm confused on well, how do you know what to do or not what to do, but like, 
I don't know. It seems like a weird injury. Yeah. So I've actually been working with um, Kyle Brown. He he's a partner with Walker Ryan and Old okay. Friends. Does Old Friends Fitness, but he's also um, a DPT, a doctor of physical therapy, over in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. So he's been like my main like guy. You know, he's been like my physical therapist throughout this whole uh, recovery process. And so actually, I this is like my second time like rehabbing the injury. Um, so I'd rehabbed it last year. I think I was going to PT for like, it was like once a week and had a manual therapist, like a neuro, neuromuscular therapist because it started involving like nerves and everything like nerve impingement. And like I had like sciatica. I was going to ask you that because that has to kick in too, because yeah. So at one point I, um, that runs your whole bottom, man. When that flares yeah, up, it literally, it's a nerve root that runs down from the like top of your butt to um the tip of your big toe and satan causes it because that is the worst pain you will ever feel dude it's rough man it's it's crippling it's yeah. it's legitimately crippling so it's actually it's actually um a a uh what do you call it an after effect of like having a certain injury or like just tight muscles or whatever it's like it's not like a it's not like a condition it's like what comes from something else so people are like oh i have sciatica but it's like that's not the root cause the root cause there's something causing the sciatica so i had like compression i had like disc compression so my l4 l5 um lower lumbar vertebrae were bulging not by much it wasn't like a disc herniation but they were bulging out so there's like disc pressure like because of my uneven hips and like the repetitive motion just from walking like with uneven hips and so it threw off my L4, L5 by like, I think it was like three, two and a half to like three millimeters on both of them, which, you know, is kind of a, it's a decent amount, but like basically it would be like a, a disc herniation when it's like six millimeters and above. I could be wrong. Don't, don't, um, cite me on that, but yeah. So basically it wasn't like to the point where I needed to have surgery and I was just like, all right, like this is serious. Like I need to like fully rehab this. So I started going to see Kyle Brown and he started, you know, get me on a program to help like just like functional movement, um, like restoring proper body mechanics and everything. And, uh, yeah, it was tough at first because there's so much stuff that was messed up that I was like trying to strengthen my foot, but also trying to strengthen my back, but also trying to strengthen like a bunch of shit. So I was doing a lot of, I still do it, but like a lot of mobility, like opening up and, um, like, you know, like, like stretching. No, for sure. Stretch daily. It, um, it's really good at at creating space for your body. Like so many people are like, they got the rounded shoulders. They're all tight and hunched over. Like when you do the proper stretches, especially for like, like certain things you have going on, like it creates space in your body. It allows the proper, um, space for your joints to move and function properly. So I started like you just doing a lot of stretching, opening up, um, certain areas. And, uh, basically it was a lot of, yeah, stretching, stretching, opening up my left side because it got so tight and strong and then really trying to strengthen my whole right side. So yeah, Kyle's been a huge help with all that stuff. And then, um, kind of just doing like the research on my end too, for like, like I've I've developed a crazy amount of body awareness. Like it sounds like it. It's it's really strange, but it's also like it's pretty empowering too. Because then I'm just well, like knowledge is power. So it is, and so I'm like I, I have days where I wake up and I you know I'll do my stretches and whatnot. Like you know, quick ten minutes, like nothing crazy, and um, I'm like, oh, this is really tight today. Like I should um, 
see how this feels. Like I'll, I have a lot of stuff where I just like roll my muscles out with like a lacrosse ball or like a bar or something. Like even I'll just like have a kettlebell and just like rest it on something or like like um, pulse back and forth like like my so can my you calf or so so can you skate at all or how does that feel to you? So we like, got. Do you push around or like does pushing help or like, you know what I mean? Like it sounds to me like this this just. Like there's, no, I don't want to say that there is no end game. It just sounds to me like there's no defining thing that says Nate's okay. Right. So after rehabbing it the first time, I think, I mean, I, I definitely messed up. Like I stopped going to the gym and like rehabbing so much. And I started to like re like reintroduce and almost supplement that with skating, which is kind of just some wear and tear on your body if you don't have the yeah. proper movement mechanics. And um, I had started like weight training and stuff like that and it felt really good. And I was like, Oh, like I'm back. Like I'm good. And, um, it just wasn't good enough. And so as I started to skate more and train, you know, in the gym less, things started to kind of go haywire again. And it didn't take long, honestly. Like I was skating from, let's see, uh, April, the end of April of 2019 until September, and like I had some friends come that out to visit. That was not. That's not very long. No, no. And like I felt like I was skating all right, but I wasn't. I was at like seventy percent maybe. Mm -hmm. And I think I just kind of got like my hopes up, and it was just like, like, it made me happy, man. Like I was seriously like, I can skate again. Like I I got my life back and whatnot. But then like it, the injury came back, and it was almost worse in some senses. And that's when I got really depressed. I bet. And um. Yeah, it was tough for me to, like, get back. I didn't, like, work out or anything. And honestly, like, not to get all nerdy and stuff or anything, but, like, there's studies, like, proven studies that exercising is the best possible thing you can do for brain health. Yes. 100%. Yes. I believe that more than it. I try to explain that to people because they're like, oh, you work out every day? And I try, I, trust me, I try to, and it's not just for the physical it's no definitely for the mental no. because that's your your time to connect with yourself yeah it's definitely a whole different situation but uh i'm kind of just taking it slow because like honestly i do not want to deal with that again like like losing functionality of my body and i actually did just push around for the first time since i was unable to skate um last week I think it was last week or two weeks ago it was like a week and a half ago i pushed around and i'm like huh all right that didn't it didn't hurt it didn't feel like it felt a little weird because i haven't skated in a whole year but i pushed around like do you push around like for instance like you say push around but have you been pushing around on a cruiser board at all or you just been no skateboarding no no skating at all wow and that's actually just pushed around on a cruiser board i was actually wow. we, we, got, we got my roommate dave in the studio right now i and i was actually pushing around filming him cuz i just drove by cherry and saw he was skating solo dolo and i was like yo let's film mm. some clips like Aye. let me show the people how damn good this fool is i love it and so i i you know i pushed around for i don't know like 30 minutes maybe and um I was able to go to the gym afterward and still do my workout. I was a little bit sore. Things felt off like for, you know, maybe like a day or two. Nothing feels the same as being on your board. I no. don't I don't care what you do. You're in the gym all day, but and then you push like a few pushes this is like different movements on skateboard. Yeah. You feel weird for a couple days. It's so weird. Yeah, so 
same thing I was asking is pretty much that is like when you skate, you feel so different than no matter what physical therapy you do. Cause I've, I've been down that road of being like super like banged up and whatever exercise you do, it's nothing the same as when you're actually skating. Because skating is just like a skill you have to practice, 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 you know, the whole 10,000 hours thing, whatever you want to say. But like, it takes a lot of effort and practice. But like, there's some people that like can, they get to a certain point and they're just learning tricks like crazy, you know? Yeah. So that's why. That window where it just clicks for them sometimes. Right. right. It's a beautiful thing. That window has closed and been painted shut (laughs) for me. But anyway. It's amazing to see for other people, though, because you're like, damn, this dude is getting so good. Oh, there's certain people where sometimes I'm like, oh, here it is. That dude's got that. Because you saw it from the start. You're just like, okay. You're like, I'm waiting for that one uh thing for it to click. And you're like, oh, here it goes. Yep, they made that. They made that click, that association. And like, it might have not, it was probably just subconscious. But their body was just like. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild to see it. Like you, you just chill. Like we got this. Yeah, it's that's. I I feel like with skating, especially like getting an injury, the mental comeback is always the hardest one. Yeah. So because when you get hurt, it's like yeah, you can go to a doctor and he says, okay, you're fine, but it's that getting it back. Mm-hmm. It's that trusting yourself. You know. Yeah. It's, it's all those little things. And honestly, like shouts out to all the you know physical therapist, manual therapist, everybody that I've worked with because they've gotten me, they've helped get me out of that mental block because I've always been like, I don't think I'm ready yet. And they're just like, just try it out. Just like get, get out of your head. You know how to do this. You've been doing this your whole life and just try it out. Like, obviously don't like take it easy. Listen to your body. You've developed this body awareness. Just listen to your body, but get out of your damn head. Yes. It's hard. It's it is definitely hard and it but when you do it's it's awesome yeah. because you're that much stronger mentally mm-hmm. from that and it rolls over into everything that you do yeah like that's like a a whole big thing where i always ask people that like when you get over the injury i'm like what what is it like mentally for you because again hey i skate like anybody else yeah you know so I always wonder that thing, like, how do you, what what keeps you going through that, mm-hmm. you know? So, all right, you pushed around. That's yeah. your one, your one step closer. Right. That, that's that's the best way to I I could say to look at it. You know, you're you're further than you were, and definitely. it definitely sounds like you're rooted in knowledge on it, and that's the key thing right there because now that you know about it you know what to avoid exactly and you know how to make yourself stronger for that right you know well i'll tell you what nate thank you so much for coming on here and letting us know how you doing and what you do do you, i feel like the next time we talk to you you're gonna have some degree in this stuff because who knows you sound like you are ready to open up a clinic for this stuff and Again, knowledge is power, and knowledge is what will get you back out there. So, again, thank you so much, Nate, for coming out, and we will check up on you again, man. Dude. Thank you. Love you, Kai, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you.